1: Hey guys, I'm Christy and I'm Heather this week. We are bringing you a holiday classic from the archives Krampus
2: Merry Christmas. Happy New Year and be good or Krampus will get you Sleigh bells cookies stockings by the fire in some parts of the world The cozy parts of Christmas are offset by beatings whippings and kidnappings by a Christmas devil If you've been naughty this year watch out for this week's topic Krampus
1: think we've talked about before when we both discovered santa was not real
2: i still believe in santa because my mom told me when i was a kid if we didn't we didn't get yes my mom still says we should all believe in the spirit of santa
1: it's true but when did you as a child make the connection that oh this is my parents
2: a little bit of a late little i think maybe like 11 like 11 or 12. So like it was like fifth was, grade, sixth grade. Yeah, because my a kid at school, if I remember correctly, a kid at school told Shannon, my older sister, mm-hmm. she's five years older than me, when Shannon was like 10 or 11. So I would have been like five or six. That's so shitty of that kid. I know. And she came home and told my mom, and my mom probably did what we called the Nancy Death pinch, <laughs> which in your arm, in the pit of your arm, so you crick your arm like a Barbie doll, you know, like, yeah. That, and she'd shove her thumb right on that nerve that like, it's like a tendon that, that draws wow. arm together and she'd mash on it. And apparently she said, do not tell your sister yeah. or there will be no Christmas. <laughs> and so I was luckily saved by uh, my, I was, uh, you know, protected by my sister for many more years. Aww. What about you? Did your brother sell you or you tell her? No, them? I'm older than my brother. So I had to keep up the facade, much oh, like no. Shannon. Um, I
1: don't, I don't think anyone at school told me. I just remember, I remember, though, asking my mom, I, I, I know I said, is Santa real? And she just said, do you really want to know? Which is basically she saying. She told you. She told you. No, it's you. not.
2: Did, honey, honey, did you cheat on me? <laughs> do you want me to, do you want me to <laughs> uh, answer that? you like, uh, <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. So I was like, no. And then a few hours later, I came downstairs again. I was like, yes, I do want to know. Please. And she's like. Well, your dad and I are the ones that buy the presents, but the spirit of Santa is real and all that stuff. And then I have two younger brothers. One is four years younger than me. One is eight years younger than me. So for quite a while, we still did the Santa thing. But hey, you benefited for multiple years. And even after we all were aware that Santa wasn't real my parents would still put out Santa gifts. Because that's the best part of Christmas.
2: Absolutely it is. It's We always do all of our Christmas presents on Christmas Eve at my oh, you do? aunt or cousin's house. And then Christmas morning is when you open up the Santa presents. Oh, okay. There are some good, I'll, I'll go through the McKinney family archives. There's some pretty funny videos of us opening presents yeah. and presents that we get and stuff like that. Oh,
1: yes. My dad had that huge VHS camcorder my,
2: where yes. the light attached to that thing was like you're being interrogated. Phil McKinney had a Quarter so large that he was filming one of my childhood plays, and a child walked up to him and said, Excuse me, mister, are you with the news? <laughs> He was like no, he's just a sh- proud dad. He's son She's very proud. Yeah, that, the camera That's was amazing. humongous, and you, you kept it in a carrying case yes. that looked like the nuclear codes yes. that they carry around. And with the president. in the, a full size VHS full-size tape, tape went in the camcorder. My, and then I love my sister shout out who listens. But they got a video camera to film their daughter, and she's like, "Where does the tape go?" <laughs> and it's a it's like a flash drive or you know a little flash stick is yes. t- in there. But she's like, "Where is the like, tape?" T- technology is caught up
1: with this Shannon. <laughs> good god bless her <laughs> i love her are you with
2: the news are you with the
1: news mister yeah we've got a lot of uh christmas morning stuff too it's interesting how everyone has a different way they do christmas morning or christmas yes. eve like y'all open your presents christmas eve we never did that I th- we w- would open like one present just because mm-hmm. we bugged the shit out of my parents to open something got to but then everything was christmas morning but we would come downstairs and they would have the Santa presents set up. We each had like a little designated spot in the living room, and they wouldn't be wrapped. Oh. And so those were the big, those were like your big presents. the Big ticket items. Yes. So we'd do those first, then we'd do stockings, and then we would do all the wrapped presents. But Tommy, they also had like the big unwrapped Santa presents, but then they would have presents wrapped under the tree that also said they were from Santa. Same, But then um, he said that he and his sister would be like,
2: why is all the wrapping paper the same burn? And I think I did that too with my mom. Of like, this wrapping paper from Santa is the same as that you gave your sister, la- you know, yeah. gave my aunt last night. Yeah. So you start to catch on. As yeah. A cat. My mom would also pick the good candy that she liked and she would be like, that's gross candy that Santa left for you. She let me have it. And it's like on video of her being like, just save all those dark chocolates and put them over here. They're, you don't like those. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you one thing my parents didn't do. My mom did have a death pinch, and my dad used to say, I will mash your mouth, which I don't know <laughs> to this day what that meant. I guess punch me in the mouth. He never would have done that, though. I think he would take his fingers and smush it up so you couldn't oh, talk anymore. I've... Usually it was just like, I guess he means he's going to hit me in the mouth. Yeah, whatever it was, you knew to shut up. Well, and also I knew, I was like, you're not going to hit me in the mouth. <laughs> no. You love me. But they never were like, you know, if you're good, Santa's going to leave you presents. But if you're bad, you know, you may want to think about... Writing us a letter from hell because you're going to get <laughs> swept away by the evil Krampus. Yeah, I'm Christy. I'm Heather, and this week we are talking about
1: Santa's evil sidekick, Krampus. I like
2: to think that it's a it's a relationship of equals. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think there. I, don't think I read something sidekick. where it was like. Uh,
2: some say they're brothers. I'm like, oh, what a well, nice you know what? origin story that is. <laughs> or wasn't that a horrible origin story that Mother Nicholas perhaps births a regular yes. baby and then out comes a goat demon? It's kind of like uh, Satan.
1: Mm-hmm. gets kicked out of heaven correct this is kind of the same type of
2: folklore we're dealing with but they're kind of paling around together oh yeah. Like, I don't the like are friends Jesus and the devil don't like go out for mm, lattes maybe or I don't maybe, know. maybe they're they secret lovers and they do <laughs> well I'll just say or I think isn't that in one of the... Oh, it's in Job in the Bible where the, apparently they're having a conversation and the devil's like, I bet if you fucked with that guy, he would not love you. And God's like, I'm going to show you. So maybe they do pal <laughs> around. It's, maybe it's like a, they're not friends, they're colleagues. They're frenemies. They're frenemies. <laughs> yes. <what laughs> Jesus and
1: Satan, Gotta the be. first frenemy. So who or what is Krampus? In Central European folklore, Krampus is a horned, Anthropomorphic figure described as half goat, half demon, who during the Christmas season punishes children who have misbehaved. It can mostly be found in the Alpine regions of Austria, Germany, Hungary, Slovenia, and the
2: Czech Republic. Excellent.
1: Kind of sounds like maybe Goatman's cousin. It sounds Goatman's like Goatman's more successful cousin. He's the Balky in this situation. <laughs> and uh, My l- gosh, I just referenced Perfect Strangers the other day. I was obsessed with that as it a kid. It was such a good show. And the person
2: I referenced it to had no idea what I was talking about. Oh, if you're if you're listening, watch Perfect Strangers. It was on Nick at Night back in the day. I'm sure so it was good. on like TGIF too. And it was about Larry. I think It was on TGIF. Larry was like a mild mannered like architect. So I don't remember what he did, but he was just a regular guy in the mm-hmm. U.S. and his. Unknown cousin Balky came from Eastern Europe mm-hmm. and like had all these hilarious customs. He was fantastic played by Bronson Pinchot, yeah. Pinchot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh man! So this is I feel like yeah, Larry Goatman is Larry, yeah, and Krampus is Balky, and he's yes. wild. He's wild. He's got all kinds of his own he's things, unpredictable, unpredictable.
1: Got some great stories. Yeah. Well known as Santa's dark companion. Krampus is described as a large, hairy beast with cloven hooves, sometimes one hoof and one human foot. Those pictures are very weird. Yes. He's he's Uh, got one of each. There's a lot of artist rendering of (laughs) Krampus that are questionable questionable, and uh, uh, unsettling is the word I would use. (laughs) He also has goat horns, a long pointed lolling tongue, and fangs. He carries chains, which have hanging bells of various sizes that are meant to symbolize the binding of the devil by the Christian church, which he likes to thrash about for dramatic
2: effect. So he has a flair for the dramatic. I like that he ha- the tongue throws me off because it makes you think of, uh, Nightmare before Elm, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. the Freddy, I think it's number four. It's hard. Oh, for Dream Warriors? Isn't the one Tommy's favorite? The tongue like goes around someone. I think we've referenced this before. Apparently it's made a very big impact on me as a kid. Oh, I think it is Dream Warriors that that happens. With yeah. the tongue like wraps yeah. around somebody. But also the chains, I like it because I ride a motorcycle and that's like a yeah. thing to like carry around chains and yeah. whack people with them. Oh, shake really? your chains. Yeah, they have these whip chains that hang off the handlebars that it's like a long rope with a hard piece of metal. At the, all metal is hard, but the piece of metal at the end and if a car is driving too close to you, you, you oh. can whip the chain and it'll shatter ah, their window. What? I've never seen or heard of those. If you see, you'll, now you now that you know now what I'll you're looking it, for, it, yeah. it's not tassels, but it hangs off of the handlebars all, almost all the way to the ground. And then, like I said, if a car gets too close for me, you whip your... Whip, over there, what it happens
1: didn't... if you smash their windshield? Then you keep on riding,
2: baby. You shouldn't have been so close to me. <laughs>
1: what? But I mean, that was my question. When I first, you can get like sued or, or oh, it's very for that, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's okay, highly. I didn't, it's, it's not, not like an unwritten rule that, like, well, uh, the
2: motorcycle had the right way, sir. So you saw they had whip too chains. too bad for you. Don't move over. Also, you shouldn't be texting and driving. No, when I first saw one of those, I was like horrified. So much like Krampus is just a biker now, oh, No, like Krampus even more. is definitely a biker,
1: he yeah. definitely has a jacket with some sort of biker gang
2: like a decal insidia. on the back yeah he's yeah. got one hoof on the gas pedal and one he's fo- human foot on the brake he is the ultimate rider die <laughs> God.
1: well he also carries bundles of birch branches known as rootin that he uses to swat naughty children i like a good christmas beating yeah yeah who doesn't in styria a state in southeast austria Krampus delivers gold-painted rutin to parents who display them in their houses year-round to remind children to behave. I like that. It's just... It's yeah. like a elf on a shelf, but much worse <laughs> yeah. consequences. Yeah. My grandparents, though they ne- they used this one time, and my grandfather reportedly went into the bedroom and cried afterwards. <laughs> but they had a paddle hanging on their oh, wall God. with holes drilled into like it. Like a fraternity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but... It was just, it was like given to them as a joke, but it was also like clearly hung in the living room where you were like, huh.
2: Well, that paddle's just there, so maybe I don't mouth off today. (laughs) Maybe we'll (laughs) leave Grandpa alone. That's like that house we toured. Christy, you guys, quick aside, Christy is a very good friend because when browsing for houses, she went with me to make sure they weren't haunted. One one kind of was. One definitely was. Yeah. But then that one house had a gun over the fireplace and a picture of a grandpa from way back when that was a boxer. So I like to think it was kind of a threatening thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's like boxing champion, like, oh, maybe an old man. (laughs) But I'll take this birch off the wall and I'll whip your ass with it.
1: One also had a tree in the backyard that looked like a giant butt, which
2: I pointed and out, which was, was very helpful. That was the haunted house. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it was, was haunted. And it had a big old butt tree. <laughs> so yeah, I like displaying uh, your future punishment yeah. on the wall of like it's oh the vague boxer. threats. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: If a child receives a gift from St. Nicholas, he is given a golden branch to represent his good deeds. But if he was bad, Krampus takes the gifts and leaves a silver
2: branch in its place. This is the best Krampus story because not only... I think stealing gifts is even worse than just never having gotten them. Oh, yeah. Well, that's true. Cause Sansa, Especially if you've opened it and you know what it was. Oh, man, I wanted this Nintendo Switch not so fast. Yes, yeah, I'll give you a Switch with a
1: rootin'. <laughs> In addition to swatting kids on the legs with a bundle of sticks. I like that he in for the legs too. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the it You herbs. can't get away from it and you're just jumping around like trying to. Hitting your shin it. is like so oh. painful. Well, he also wears a bag strapped to his back so mm-hmm. he can cart off the especially evil children. This his kidnapping bag. It is said that these poor, unfortunate souls are drowned. Eaten or transported straight to hell. God, <laughs> which is things have taken a turn. Okay, he was at first he was just stealing gifts and leaving some bundles of sticks. Now he's eating you and taking you down to the depths <laughs> of hell, drug away from your family. Yeah, how bad do you have to be? To be transported to hell. Yeah,
2: if you live in a country that believes in Krampus, will you please write us and tell us yeah. like, what transgressions, like, stealing is bad enough to get you? Or do you have to, like, cheat on a school board, Or is it
1: something as menial as, like, you said uh, fuck in your in kindergarten when you weren't supposed to? Were you saying fuck in kindergarten? Probably. I had a mouth like a sailor. I said too. damn one time I got in trouble. No, I don't think in kindergarten. But I know I was... I had a very interesting vocabulary come middle school.
2: I was the first kid in our middle school because I was from the wrong side of the tracks in the elementary school. (laughs) And then they built a fancy middle school and then all the fancy houses fed into that middle school. And then my one trash school fed into that middle school. And I was the first and only kid that said like, fuck to all Mm. these very Baptist wealthy children. I got seven Bibles for Christmas (laughs) from your friends, my friends. They all give me Bibles. Wow. And I was like, that is seven <laughs> too many, if you ask me. I got home and I was like, what do I do with these moms? like, I don't know. Throw them in the trash. <laughs> I was like, I can't. I was just like, I feel weird about throwing a them in the trash. So I think we donated them. Oh, that's the nice thing
1: to do. I also would have felt weird about that, even though it means nothing to me. It so just feels weird. I think I would feel weird about throwing any gift in it's the a trash. Dish, yeah. <laughs> I just re-gifted it to... Oh, know. that's... Yeah, there you go. So let's talk about Krampus Knot or Krampus Night. Kramp- Krampus Knot. Is that German? Krampusnacht. Sound- there we go. There Krampus it is. Nacht. That's Scottish, but yeah. It's, uh, mm, it sounded better than mine, though. On December 5th, the eve of the Feast of St. Nicholas is known as Krampusnacht or Krampus Night. On this night, the sound of Krampus's cloven hooves and rattling chains can be heard echoing throughout the streets as he and St. Nick visit the homes of the local children. If the children have been good that year... St. Nick leaves them sweets and treats in their wooden shoes they have left out for him. However, if they have been bad, Krampus will leave them coal and beat them with the rutin.
2: One of the things I read was that Krampus makes his round after St. Nicholas. And again, the reason why all of these legends are different is because they grew up in the Alpine Air regions of Eastern Europe where the villages are kind of separated by mountains. And so there's a legend that you hear in one village and then you take it home and you sort of have to make it up because it was all passed through oral sure. tradition and stuff. And it wasn't until like the 1800s they started drawing pictures. But one of the Krampus legends was that St. Nicholas goes around and gives you treats unless you're bad and he leaves coal and the coal is a symbol to Krampus of Ooh. like, beat this kid. And I was like, St. Nicholas, you fucking snitch. Yeah. <laughs> He's the ultimate cock block. He's like, showing, he's like, hey, here's some kids for you. Yeah. You might want to steal See, this See, they one. are in cahoots. They're, They're working cahoots. together. They're, They're working cahoots. together.
1: Well, again, if you've been especially bad that year, Krampus is going to toss you in that bag of his <laughs> for a late night tasty snack. Or maybe he just sends you straight to hell. God. Whatever
2: he's in the mood to do. I do like that It's the ultimate reward is some candy in your boot. Mm-hmm. And the ultimate punishment is damnation yeah. for eternity. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, it's a roller coaster holiday really for these is. kids. Krampus Not
1: is also a night for grown men to just drink way too much, hell yeah. Dress up as Krampus and parade throughout the streets playfully terrorizing children by chasing them around
2: and swatting their legs with sticks. Did you review? Did you read that review of a traveler yes. on TripAdvisor where she said, she's like, all of a sudden, a horde of people started running behind us and we're just hitting strangers in the legs.
1: And, and she th- said some people didn't know what was going on and they just ran in fear into like shops and, and that screaming. would just make the Krampus men want them more and so they would <laughs> just chase them down. Can you imagine? You're just trying to vacation in Austria, and it just happens to be
2: on December 5th. Krampus Nox. <laughs> There's a there was a Krampus run in Dallas recently, and my favorite coworker and his wife were going to dinner, and they didn't realize that it was Krampusnacht. Oh god! And he was like, parking was horrible, so their reservation was about to start, so he let his wife out, you know, down the block. Oh, and then oh, he's God. driving around, and meanwhile, she's calling him and she's like, There are devils in the street. <laughs> <laughs> there are
1: devils in the street. She's sh- just running down the street, all these <laughs> drunk guys and Krampus Max He couldn't find chasing. parking.
2: He left. He drove home and had left her for the devil. No, oh, I'm God. No. No. And, and now uh, no one's heard from her. No. That just seems like mortifying, though. Yeah, to just be chased and hit by strangers. Yes, they also said another uh, earlier version of Krampus knocked involved p- people dressing up like Krampus and going door to door, ringing the doorbell and giving candy to people.
1: Well, see, that's doesn't that's two different things. It's like reverse trick. That one, all that one is. Yeah. Well, each year, more than twelve hundred Austrians gather in Schladming, Styria. For the annual Krampus festivities. I want to go. I would be into that. And I want to be a Krampus, though. I don't want to be one of the people getting hit. I want to be somebody doing the hit. I would like to be a hitter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Same. Well, the origin of Krampus. Krampus is derived from the German word Krampen, meaning claw. He is said to be the son of hell in Norse mythology. Krampus also shares some characteristics with other scary, demonic creatures in Greek mythology, like the satyrs and fauns. Satyrs and fauns are both described as a humanoid that is half human and half goat. They're basically the same thing, except satyrs are Greek, and fauns are Roman.
2: Oh, it's like the planets have names in Greek and Roman, right? The planet isn't it like Jupiter is actually, I don't know, there's some name. Uh, it translates <laughs> to to it's a Greek name? I don't know enough about all that. <laughs> you can edit
1: that out. Me either. Me either. <laughs> Honestly, I'm trying to think. I think I can name all the planets. I don't think I can name them in order of how they are.
2: Oh in the oh no. You, can really- you, <laughs> you sound so sad for me. <laughs> Isn't it? It is it goes Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn. Uranus, Pluto. Well, Pluto's no longer a planet. I don't recognize I know.
1: That. Little baby just Pluto. There's no take
2: backs. No. No. It's a takes... planet, and
1: let's just leave it at that. That's me. I do know Earth is the third. That's, I
2: Third do Rock from the Sun, the yeah, TV show. That's all I know. Also
1: it. a very funny show. That's
2: why I know that. <laughs> I think you're right. I think that is the order of them. Hey, you know what? I feel proud of myself. I got should. A, I got a C in college astronomy. Oh, you know what? Me too. I signed up for that class. I thought it was the class be. was hard as fuck. Thank you. It was all math. I thought it was yeah. going to be a lot of cool Neil deGrasse Tyson-esque nope. planet shit.
1: A ton of math. It was so much math. Yeah. Lots of math. Lots and lots of math.
2: But yeah, these sound like a bunch of damn goat men, these Krampuses.
1: They're, half human, half goat is a very popular...
2: Yeah. Crossover. Uh, and just like folklore and myth throughout... Have you seen the half Beers. horse, half zebra that's at the taco stand in downtown Dallas? <laughs> what? Is it real? Yeah. This is a real thing? Yeah. It just hangs out there? Well, if you've ever been to Fuel City in Dallas. Oh, is this a Fuel City? Oh, yeah. Behind it, uh, behind the neon sign that says where dreams come true, the taco <laughs> stand. app
1: appropriate. Where
2: I and my sister may or may not have assisted in a robbery. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> I remember accident. you
1: telling this story.
2: Uh, there's a... Big area back there with horses and cows and a half. I think it's a half horse, half zebra. It could be a half mule, half zebra. What is it called? An abomination to the Lord, because <laughs> either a mule was held down while a zebra buck mounted her, uh, or a lithe zebra woman was held down while a mule or horse mounted her. Either or, way, or they fell in love. Yeah, I like it was to think that's love. what happened. I yeah, bet it was.
0: Call 800 333 kia for details. Always
1: drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.
2: I'm trying to... A Zorse. Yeah, I like that. A Amoebra? A Miebra. A Miebra. <laughs> I don't know. It's something, but go to Fuel City. Get you some Malote. Yeah, you should. And
1: Fuel Sh- City is amazing. If you're horse. if you're not from Dallas and you come to Dallas, Fuel City
2: is an experience. It's a giant gas station that they sells, have a DJ. There's a DJ and they have tacos and it's very good. Mm-hmm. And up the street is a frozen daiquiri stand called Daiquiris to Go. Yep. Get great. you a daiquiri number nineteen. The Suck Me Dry. Highly recommend. Woo. Very good. What's in that one? Uh, it's a rum runner, hurricane, oh, my Tai nice. mix. Oh shit! throw an extra dollar, they'll put a shot of Everclear in it. The oh, first few always sucks, throw in the extra dollar. I mean, like the first few sips ta- sort of taste like Dymatap, but then after that, <laughs> once you get past it, very good. Once you your num- your lips are numbed a bit, <laughs> <It's>, everything's <laughs> smooth sailing. <laughs> exactly.
1: While the exact origin of Krampus is unknown, it is believed that he predates Christianity. In a 1958 article. Maurice Bruce
2: wrote, There seems to be little doubt as to his true identity, for in no other form is the full regalia of the horned god of the witches so well preserved. The birch, apart from its phallic significance, may have connection with the initiation rites of certain witch covens, rites which entail binding and scourging as a form of mock death. The chains could have been introduced in a Christian attempt to, quote, bind the devil, but again, they could be a remnant of pagan initiation rites. In
1: 1975, anthropologist John J. Honigman wrote
2: that... Nicholas himself became popular in Germany around the 11th century. Masked devils acting boisterously and making nuisances of themselves are known in Germany since at least the 16th century. While animal-masked devils combining dreadful comic antics appeared in medieval church plays, Austrians believe Krampus derived from a pagan supernatural who was assimilated to the Christian devil. So he's been around for a while. He's a
1: old school. Yeah, he is. He's an OG. He's old for sure. He's OG. As an Alpine tradition, Europeans have been exchanging Krampus greeting cards, known as Krampus cotton. Krampus cotton, since the 1800s. On them, Krampus is often seen punishing children or perusing buxom
2: women. Oh, pursuing! He's, a, he's pursuing buxom women. He's, he's a bit of a horn dog. It seems like it. It seems like he's wanting to beat the kids and get them out of the way so he can get at the hot milk. Oh, milks. maybe that's what it
1: is. He can also be found cozying up to his jolly
2: sidekick, Santa. Santa's in it for the cookies. Krampus mm. is in it for the bitches. <laughs> <laughs> He's chasing tail. It's his tongue, you guys. If you, We'll post pictures on the cookies Instagram. Cookies and coochies. Dude. <laughs> That's their two-person improv show. And Santa's like, oh, Krampus, you're so, you're insufferable. And Krampus is like, give me that ass. <laughs> That's not what I want. that's basically Heather in a Krampus voice. <laughs> just... I like it. I think that's what, that, in my head. That's what
1: Krampus has always sounded He's like, like.
2: Oh, yeah, ladies. <laughs> oh, you know, who? I think Krampus is like MC Scat Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of just from the Paula yeah. Abdul. Wait, that's it. the
1: second week in a row we've referenced Cool World. Or no, wait. MC Scat Cat
2: is just similar. Something
1: Paula Abdul has been in, though, with animation. Was she
2: in Cool World?
1: Yeah, wasn't she? I don't
2: remember. I think that's we talked about this. We're last get complaints week. about inaccuracy oh, of God. research now. Here that we, we said go. Paul and here cool comes World. an
1: iTunes review
2: where we <laughs> Zero didn't, get stars. The, didn't get
1: it right. Zero stars. Well, not everyone is a Krampus fan. Not surprisingly, <laughs> from 1934 to 1938, Austria was under fascist rule. That's no fun. And he was a symbol of sin, anti-Christian ideals, and social democrats.
2: Well, then fuck yeah, give me some Krampus. Mm-hmm.
1: The newspaper of the Austrian Catholic Union called for a Krampus boycott Ugh. and the government of Linz forbade Krampus dances. I think, too, they were fascist, and maybe they just banned all dances. Yeah. Yeah. They also pledged to arrest Krampus whenever they saw him. I like to believe this is if they saw the real Krampus. Yeah. And they all believed in Krampus and not just people that were dressed up like yeah, Krampus. Yeah, they were like, you can dress up. That's fine. It's like, <laughs> uh, if we see Santa this year, we will be arresting him. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: like, well, there's thousands of him <laughs> descended upon all of the cities. Which one are we going to arrest? Which one's the real Santa? Yeah, Which that's... one's the real Krampus? You'll know him by one human foot and one clue. <laughs> and he's dancing with Paul Abdul in the yes, music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's uh, got a rock hard boner. <laughs>
1: God. <laughs> In 1953, the head of the Vienna kindergarten system published a pamphlet calling him, quote, an evil man and warning parents that celebrating him could scar their children for life. It's
2: 1953. Yeah. You are the head of the city of Vienna. <laughs> kindergarten <laughs> what system. a job first of all i'll publish a pamphlet <laughs> yeah. I'll tell everyone about the dangers of yeah. krampus yes but that's my question is he had pamphlet publishing power i guess so that's A very powerful yeah. position as a head of all of kindergarten also i think that um while santa
1: is not anywhere near as violent as krampus it could still maybe there's some potential for scarring your children <laughs>
2: The idea for... that a fat man comes in your house without <laughs> yeah. warning,
1: yeah, yeah, and just leaves you things, and then you got to sit on his lap to tell him what you want. Also,
2: not to mention the harmfulness of like if your family is poor yeah. and your friends are like, oh. "I got an iPad for Christmas," Santa yeah. loves me a lot, and you're like, what good sucks. I, so I read this. Dick.
1: I read this article actually because I've always felt weird. I think I've talked about this of uh, just the idea of Santa like presenting it to Ella because while we all do it and all of us are fine, like it's weird to lie to your kid about something for years that they get so excited about, but in your heart, you know that you're lying to them. And it's just, (laughs) you have to look them dead in the eye and pretend that this is all real. But in this article I read, it was like one of the reasons this family didn't do Santa was for that, that they didn't want at school for kids to be like, well, I got an iPad and other kids to be like, well, I didn't get anything. And then it's like, Was I not good enough for Santa to bring me these things? No, it's just that's how fucking society works. And your parents don't make as much money as the other kids' parents. But when you believe in something like that, you don't know it's really your parents. It is kind of a mind fuck.
2: You think that you're cursed. Yeah. Or you're like, maybe if I just had been better, I would have gotten the Nintendo I wanted. No, I'm going to tell my kids, put your shoes out. We'll put candy in it. (laughs) And if not, you're going to get taken away by a devil man. Yeah. And that way, when they don't get taken away by a devil man, they'll be pleasantly surprised. Yes. You know who bought you all those presents? Mom did, because she has a kick-ass job. <laughs> and the best present of all is that you're still here and did get eaten. Exactly. You get to have Christmas morning breakfast with us because you're not in the depths of hell <laughs> with Krampus, your new friend. Even as recent as 2006, an
1: Austrian child psychologist argued that the violent and demonic imagery associated with Krampus celebrations was not suitable for children, and there should be a ban
2: on Krampus. I just don't understand these psychologists with their mumbo-jumbo saying that threatening your kids with violence is some sort of a harmful Sounds thing. Sounds like a bunch of hippie bullshit,
1: if you <laughs> ask me. Are you going to teach Ella about Krampus? Uh, Probably. not. I won't teach her to believe in it, but I will teach... Much like... All religions, I'll be like, here's something that some people believe. Here's a thing we don't believe this, but here's something that some do. So you think you'll do Santa? Yeah, just because our therapist was like, do you really want her to be the kid that doesn't? Get oh, Santa? that's right, you told me that.
2: That's right. That's right. <laughs> you want her to be the one kid at school that's like, this is all a crap. Yeah,
1: they're like, all right, Ella,
2: boring. And yeah, rude. And,
1: then- and we're like, why don't you have any friends? I don't know. I was just telling everyone how Santa's a croc. uh, (laughs) You're the Christmas Grinch. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. I guess that's why you don't get invited to anybody's birthday (laughs) party. You're like,
2: oh, that's our kid that everyone hates.
1: Great. Well, after World War II and the fall of the government, the tradition of Krampus was revived. And in the past few years, Krampus has seen a huge resurgence due to people wanting to celebrate Christmas in non-traditional ways.
2: Well, there you go. He's coming back. Some in the U.S. see him as an alternative to the overly commercial, cheer-filled version of Christmas, balancing out the constant reminder that this is the season of giving. I <laughs> love that. Like, we need fuck all of us for thinking this is the season of giving. You know, it's the season of giving an ass whooping if you've been bad. <laughs> Now go to your
1: room. Some complain the Krampus is becoming too commercialized due to movies, it's very trendy TV episodes, and themed parties and parades. Krampus is if there's a five k
2: themed around it, yeah, it's too trendy. Yeah, well, there are Santa themed races too. Santa's too trendy. Yeah, <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> Do away with all of it. He's too cool. We need a new one. Krampus purists fear. Okay. <laughs> Say that <laughs> sentence again. <laughs> Krampus
1: purists fear this has caused him to lose his edge. He's a
2: freaking soul out. <laughs> Krampus used to be—he used to beat your yeah. kids, and i if knew a my, composer. Krampus, Krampus beat my kids before anyone
1: knew about him. <laughs> yeah, we put that on a t-shirt. If you want to check out the Hollywood depiction of Krampus, here are some opportunities. 2013 American Dad episode: Minstrel Krampus. I got a hot take. That show sucks.
2: American I said Dad. It. Yeah. I actually was just thinking about American Dad yesterday. Probably because I was researching Krampus. Austin Guttery, a friend of the podcast, yes. host Hello, of Austin. Super Gamecast 64, which I think I'm going to do uh, another guest spot nice. on. Nice. He loves American Dad. Oh, and he, Austin. No, but he had me watch. I think later episodes, and it is. It's a pretty good well, show. Well, I mean,
1: to be fair, I haven't watched it in years, so maybe is it still on? I don't... Oh,
2: that's a great question. I doubt it. It's on Hulu, so I don't know if it's okay. still hiring, Well, but...
1: yeah, I haven't watched it in, that, in many years. But 2013,
2: they were ahead of the curve on the Krampus trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were setting the bar high.
1: Also in 2013, Krampus, The Christmas Devil, followed in 2016 by the sequel, Krampus, and The Devil Returns. Oh, God. Did you watch either of these? I did not see these. I did read reviews on all of these. This one did not get very good reviews.
2: Oh, I'm ki- are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm not. Wow. I'm surprised Isn't that a, it shocking? a Krampus sequel didn't get five stars. No. 100% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. No. What were some of the... Do you remember any of those?
1: Um, I think this is the one that said it was the most poorly choreographed bar fight in cinema history. Oh, no. So probably watch it for that and that right. alone. In 2015, we have Krampus The Reckoning. And also in 2015, we just have Krampus, uh, with starring Adam Scott and Tony Collette. I did watch this. Okay, Adam over Scott's the weekend. from Parks and
2: Rec. I love yes. him. He's also in Party Down. He's, he's a, he's good, great.
1: Yeah. He's in a lot. Uh, Tony Collette she's, recently in Hereditary, very <laughs> great actress. She's an acclaimed award winning yes. actress. What is this show? It, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. And okay. that is my uh, IMDb review of Krampus. Can you give me a brief rundown of the sure. plot? Sure. So, um, there's a little boy that believes in Santa. He loves Christmas. He sounds w- like he's ripe for a beat. Yeah. He wants his whole family to uh, get along better. So, he's the son of Adam Scott and Tony Collette. And then he has a sister that's just a typical angsty teen that she just wants to be texting her boyfriend all the time instead of participating in family stuff. But then there's the German grandmother that lives with them that only speaks in German. I'm into this. She, she speaks in German to the little boy. He understands everything she says, but al- always replies in English. Okay. Which at this point in the movie, I thought to myself, I wonder if the director told him if he knows what she's actually saying or if he just knows his lines to reply to her. That's true. Like, did he know the translation? He of just all memorized of this? it. Yeah. So he's super into Christmas. He wants everyone else to be into Christmas, but you know, the family's busy. The parents have to work a lot. They've kind of fallen out of touch with each other. The teenage daughter, like, she's just a typical teenage daughter. He still believes in Santa. And so then the cousins show up. And the dad is David Koechner, and the mom is who? Allison Tolman. Allison David Tolman. David Keckner's from Anchorman. Yes. He's yes. the guy
2: with the hat, the cowboy hat in Anchorman. yes
1: Anchorman. Uh, very funny. They're, they they bring a lot to this. They've got, like, a bunch of kids that are very funny. One of them is just this chubby little boy that I don't think ever speaks, and he just eats the entire time. So this is a comedy movie? Um, There are funny moments. Okay. I would say it's a dark comedy. Okay. Yeah, but then... At some point, things take a turn, and it doesn't really become funny anymore. Okay. It's just kind of dark. It's horrible. Yeah. So the the cousins come. They're all mean to the little boy. They make fun of him because he still believes in Santa, and because he wrote this letter to Santa. What a nerd! And they steal his Santa letter out of his pocket. <gasps> and at Christmas dinner, they read it in front of everyone, making fun of him. But jokes on them, because it's very sad. And yes, this is the part in Krampus where Christy cried because <laughs> they because it was like, dear Santa. All I want for Christmas is for my parents to fall in love again. (gasps) And for, I don't remember the sister's name. Let's call her Jane. And for Jane and I to talk like we used to. And I'd even like for Uncle Blah 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 and Aunt Blah 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 for things not to be as hard for them as they have been this year. So it was like super sweet. And they make fun of him. And he goes upstairs and he rips up his letter to Santa and throws it out the window. And this cold breeze and snow blows in. So you know something's happening. And then the next day, a crazy blizzard has taken out the town. Everyone's power is out. Nobody has any kind of phone, cell service, anything. And then Krampus starts to come to town. Hell yeah. <laughs> All these snowmen start appearing in their yard. Like they Dwight just, keep true. They, <laughs> they just keep multiplying. The best part, though, is like... The teenage daughter is trying to text her boyfriend, and she can't get a hold of him because there's no cell service. It is the craziest blizzard you've ever seen outside. And she's like, can I just walk down the street to see if Darren's okay? And Adam Scott's like, sure, honey, that'll be fine. Oh, God. And they let her go. Well, she gets attacked by Krampus. Spoiler. Yeah. And then... Things start to get crazy. Krampus goes on a bit of a spree. Um, and then, of course, you know, in the end, they all come together.
2: And they're and, like, we shouldn't have been so mean to that kid who has feelings. Yeah, but there's a twist. And oh, I'm go not going to spoil the it. very
1: end, but. Don't spoil it. So there's some fun moments. Um, of all of the Krampus movies, I did read it was the best one, and they clearly have a bigger budget than the other ones. Yeah. Because the other ones are apparently
2: a very bad. I think they're trying to capitalize on the Krampus idea like uh, the trend yes
1: also in 2015 we talked about how we really want to see this
2: a christmas horror story starring william shatner i have watched this movie you have seen oh, it oh i have seen it i love william shatner it's an anthology movie <laughs> God. where that means there's like 10 to 15 to 20 minutes mini movies in it Mm -hmm. strung together by William Shatner, who is a DJ who's DJing on Christmas Eve and getting drunk. Wow. And I think he's like related to some of the people in the anthologies. It's the same. There's also a Halloween in real
1: life or in the movie. No, no, no. In the movie. Oh, okay.
2: And it's like his you see a family and the girl of the family, the mom of the family is his daughter. Something like that yeah, was connected. Okay. Um, if you fast forward like five minutes, if you don't want this to get spoiled, but also save yourself two hours of your life watching this and <laughs> listen to my spoiler. So there's a couple of, um, where one was like a changeling and, and they shoot the mom in the head. It's very violent, but, uh, or the mom shoots the kid. It's cause the kid's actually like a devil child. It's real weird, but the Krampus Santa one is, Krampus is like... He looks like a Yeti. He's white, Mm -hmm. fur, tall, and has the horns. And they're fighting each other. And a mall security guard comes with a gun and shoots them Uh -uh. and saves everyone from the attack between Krampus and Santa. Uh But then the cops come, they wake up the mall security guard. He was having like a fever dream and like killed a bunch of people. It is horrifying. (laughs) So first of all, it takes a turn and it's, there's no Krampus. There's no Santa. There's just... Sad gun violence. Oh God, it's horrible, and I hate those. Seems movies. Some kind of like some kind of commentary on what's going on in it, today's yes, world. Heavy-handed yeah. commentary, but yeah, it's one of those anthology movies. And our my friend Frank from Watermelon, also our New Jersey expert on Instagram, yes. was doing movie reviews, and I was like, "You should watch this." And later, he's like, "Heather made me watch this." I said, <laughs> "I suggested gently that you watch it. You chose to sit through that." So for everyone listening, I'm not recommending this no. movie, but it's it's uh, an interesting take on Cram. Yeah,
1: well, I also haven't seen 2016's Krampus Unleashed, but I'm gonna guess it's also an interesting take. I mean, all of these have their own take on Krampus. How many more Krampus movies do we need? That uh, probably none. Honestly, I think I think we've got a, got enough. We're good. We're good. Well, regardless how
2: you feel about Krampus, just remember what Stephen Colbert said. The next time someone tells you season's greetings, instead of Merry Christmas, remind them that Krampus knows when they're naughty, when they're nice, and when they're showering alone. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Yeah. It's a, well. It's a good way to th- to keep your kids in line and just
1: threaten them. I think that's kind of how Santa's used by a lot of parents, too. Like, well, you know, if you misbehave, Santa's watching. So if you misbehave, you're not going to get
2: that truck you wanted this year. It's a question, I think, of uh, how you measure system of justice generally, as far as not like the criminal justice system, but do you have a retributive sort of lifestyle where there mm. sort of concept where you're like, oh, if you do a bad thing, you're punished or a reward sort of lifestyle yeah. where if you do a good thing, you're rewarded, like glass and half full, half empty. That's true. Thing. And yeah. they've just done studies on like kids that if you negatively, if you use negative reinforcement, it actually isn't as helpful as positive reinforcement and like spankings aren't helpful oh god and... spankings
1: are terrible do not spank your kids there's okay. so much research that shows there's nothing good that comes of it and there's a lot of bad and negative that comes and from you it. can end up like christy's grandpa crying in the other room feeling <laughs> guilty about what he's done <laughs> he propped my grandfather was the nicest man alive and the gentlest man he probably tapped me on the bum like the the littlest tap ever felt oh such god, I'm a horrible man <laughs> yeah
0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: So yeah, so using Krampus as like negative reinforcement. Yeah. I think it's, I think that psychologist is right. There's it's also that study that was done
1: fault. with, I believe it was a high school football team mm-hmm. there where they would watch the tape back. And instead of all the negative things being pointed out, pointed out to them by their coach where they could improve, he pointed out all the positive things that they did and where they succeeded and by making that change, they started to like win and went on this streak where they just won and won because they felt good about themselves and wanted to do things to please their coach instead of feeling scared that they
2: were going to let them down. Yes. And like being motivated by fear versus being motivated by like be, uh someone being proud yeah, of you. Exactly. It also, I it always also makes me think of the idea of like power of positive thinking mm-hmm. or putting good vibes out there and put and like creating that, alternate reality where if you just think like, Oh God, I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail, like I'm going to be bad. And Krampus is going to take me away. I'm going to be bad. Then and Krampus he will. going to take me away. Bye. Then he will. Then yeah. you're going to get Krampus.
1: <laughs> then you will. <laughs> but, uh, but to your point, if you think good things happen to positive people or positive thing, positive people are positive because good things happen to them, but it's like they're hand in hand. Yeah. The things are happening to those people because they put that good out there mm-hmm. and that's rewarded. Like positive thinking, you're rewarded with positive
2: reinforcement. Your husband told me to read. Uh, the Inner Game of Tennis. Oh, yeah, that's a good book. It's a book about if, even if you don't play tennis, it's interesting. And mm-hmm. it's about visualization and mm-hmm. it applies to performing or public speaking. We recommend it to improv students all the time. Yeah. And it's about basically visualizing yourself rather than thinking of all the millions of rules and things that you could be doing wrong. Visualizing yourself doing it right. Yeah. And doing it properly. It's
1: just like meditation or any kind of visualization. visualization or chaos magic. I told you my most recent visualization that I think of every day. What's well, the, it's, Me on the toilet yes no <laughs> and uh no of of how one day i want us to be asked to be on a panel at crime con yes be, i was trying to think of how to phrase it be on be panel a panel at crime con to be on a panel so that's that's what i try and visualize now yeah and then i mean one day it will happen because Cheryl. we're putting this out there
2: the psychic, of Cheryl, Andrea, Cheryl, Andrea told us told, was saying to the crowd, though, like, yeah, if you put negative ideas out there, or you put that out there. It actually can consciously, subconsciously. If you don't believe in psychic or visualization or whatever, you can still kind of set yourself up for failure. If you think of horrible things happening all the time, you may subconsciously cause those horrible. You're things. You're just manifesting
1: happen. your own destiny. Yeah.
2: Good or bad. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, there's one other friend of Santa that oh, I want to cover that I love so much.
1: Belsnickel. Belsnickel. Belsnickel from one of the best office episodes.
2: So good. (laughs) Cheer cheer or fear, Belsnickel is here. I judge your year to be
1: (laughs) impish. Belsnickel, similar to Krampus, is lore of Palatinate, Germany, Pennsylvania, and the eastern coast of Canada. Bell Schnickel visits at Christmas and hands out gifts or punishments, which we all
2: remember Dwight doing. And also, Phyllis is like, can I just keep this bowl? And he's like, no, <laughs> the bowl is not the gift. <laughs> in some regions, the figure is dressed as
1: female and known as the Christmas woman. Hmm. While this may sound wholesome and inviting, it is merely disguised in female clothing with cloth wrapped around the head and face. Bell Schnickel carries sweets and cakes a charmed
2: wand, but also a long switch used to swat the naughty. See, I think what Santa's missing that all these others have is the violence aspect. <laughs> <laughs> it's a switch to beat children with. Yeah, he just uses his hands, like like the OG that he oh, is. Oh, that's true. Yeah, maybe Santa just backhands mm-hmm. you. That's not in any. It's not in any of the lore because if you say say it, he'll come back and get you again. <laughs> or he just has those elves do it. <laughs> Because none of the other ones... They come and push you up against your car. You're not going to tell anybody about what Santa did, are you? And they're like, no, I swear to God, no. Oh, my God. I was
1: watching this... I put on this Christmas movie for Ella today. It was on Netflix. I think it was called Santa's Companion or something like that. And it was animated. It was a cartoon. It was the saddest slash darkest fucking thing. It's all about how Santa can't do his job anymore. So then he goes to an orphanage and takes this little boy to become the oh next God. Santa. But none of the kids at the orphanage know where they're, they just think that he's been kidnapped and people <laughs> don't know where he's gone, but he's in the North pole. Like, but Santa's like criticizing him and telling him he's not doing a good enough job. If and the little boy's like, I guess I just never do a good enough job. And that's why I can't find a family. Oh God. Is, I was
2: like, what are we watching? This is awful. What was that resolution? <laughs> Became, I don't know. I turned it off because I couldn't deal with it anymore. It's too horrifying. Well, yeah. I like if you haven't watched the episode of The Office where Dwight is Belschnickel, it's very good. It's very funny. It's this very funny. a traditional Pennsylvania Christmas. But I
1: also love how at the it, like at some point Jim acquiesces and he's like, all right, let's just do this. And It makes Dwight so happy yes. that everyone wants to come back and do Belschnickel. He's like, we got to bring Belschnickel back. <laughs> Oh, man, it's so fun. So what do we think? What do we think about
2: Krampus? I, you know, I like the concept. Also, Krampus, uh, n- not Krampus, uh, St. Nicholas is in, featured in the David Sedaris story, Six to Eight Black Men, which always makes me laugh, where he talks about being in Holland and his taxi driver is explaining that their St. Nicholas, is a gaunt, thin man who wears like the robe because he used to be the Bishop of Turkey. Mm-hmm. And David Sedaris is like, this is not right because <laughs> Santa didn't used to be anything. but <laughs> apparently he is not real. And this St. Nicholas is a combination of both that if you're bad, he will take, he'll, he'll kick you. Oh, but nowadays he doesn't kick you so much. He just pretends to kick you, which is kind oh. of worse a little bit. <laughs>
1: That's also yeah. kind of lame. Yeah. Like, well, just kick me, Santa. Yeah. It's yeah. like on stage. Don't fake slap somebody. Just haul off and slap it it slap. <laughs> it's good for a laugh yeah. every time.
2: Yeah. So I think that I like that one better that it's a combination of Santa and also beating. I like that. Okay. <laughs> he beats you. No, if Santa's real. Krampus is a beautiful vision and fairy tale do you think oh so cramp is it's not real i don't know i don't think so what do mm-hmm. you think do you think there was a like a maybe like a decrepit old man in the Alpine the Alps probably back in the day and they wore he, the coat of a elk or something yeah, and everyone and he, just thought it was a, old, a giant hairy beast they're like oh my god it's like a goat man he's crazy and he yeah. hit kids and then that was the legend was born was just a crazy old man in fur
1: I think like most things this thing was made up by parents that don't know how to discipline their kids and just blame <laughs> it on some kind of crazy myth that's gonna come and beat the shit out of you if you don't
2: keep yourself in line well, I mean that's a good thing because then you could just dress up in a goat costume and beat your kids and with impunity and then at school they're not going to go mama hit me they're going to be like a goat man came and hit me <laughs> yeah goddamn getting called
1: or or you also have uh the hanukkah oh what is it the, Ross- ho-
2: the holiday armadillo <laughs> <laughs> or hanukkah <laughs> harry is on Saturday life yep yep there's a
1: lot of things no matter what you believe or what holiday you celebrate happy that to you oh yeah do your thing, man. Do your thing. Happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, all the other ones. Uh, it's happy, a, like, if you just want to eat a TV dinner
2: yeah. by yourself in the quiet,
1: do happy, that. Happy, get drunk, and cry in your bathtub, if that's what Hell you yeah. want to do. <laughs> Whatever, however you celebrate the holidays. This time of year.
2: You do you.
1: You earned it. It's a good time of year to remember the ones you love, and mm-hmm. but also just to... Take a minute to do something nice for
2: yourself that you enjoy. Be very grateful that you're not going to get drug butt to the depths of hell in a (laughs) canvas bag by a goddamn goat man. Exactly. Exactly. Thanks so much for listening. The best thing you can do to help us grow is to like, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen. And tell a friend who you think would like us to listen as well. It means a ton to us, and it really helps us get more exposure. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pod, And like us on Facebook at Sinisterhood. Christy, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at Christy and Wallace and on Twitter at Christy or GTFO, and you can find me at Heather versus the world, Heather vs the world on Instagram or mck vs the world on Twitter. And if you do that, you can do things like enter our contest, which we have a winner from our quote guessing contest. Yes. So Sarah B on Instagram, we're going to s- send you a, uh, at Sarah Baumgart. We're going to send you a message, get your address, and mail you and your friend your sticker. Yeah, and we also have a shout out for Kara B on Instagram for suggesting the topic of Krampus. Lots Very of Yep. And I also want to shout out my friend Sean Hill from high school. His roommate Haley uh, co-hosts the podcast with Sean and they've been listening to Sinisterhood. Their show is called Parks and Rec. And Sean name. works for the Austin Parks and Rec department and had never seen the show Parks and Rec. So they have him take shots and watch the show. And That's it's very great. Funny. It's like Drunk History.
1: Yeah, it's great. We got some other shout outs. Brian Harrington, who we love so much. He forced someone to subscribe to our podcast in front of him. Shout wouldn't out. wouldn't let her leave until she he saw that Give she had phone. subscribed. Give me your phone. Yeah. <laughs> also, he texted me the other day and he was like I know I'm a little behind, but I'm listening to the OJ episode right now, and I want to explain to you how it could have been 1995. But you were also a junior in high school <laughs> when the first was out, and then he broke it all down. He was like, "I'm sorry, my OCD was killing me with this." So I was like, "This has been very helpful, and I
2: will be updating everybody about this." I will reiterate: if you're listening to old episodes, text me, come up to me. I love talking. Things like that crack me up. I'm like, "They're like, I know that you were talking about this in like May, and you don't remember it." I'm like, "No, no, no, we remember about it." We,
1: remember it for sure also at pod they gave us a shout out on twitter thank you very much we also got some instagram shout outs at deviant diva at mama bear creative at girls in craft this is a very cool line of shirts and glasses inspired by girls who love craft beer their logo is very cool. so cute very cute love it also, another very cool feminist clothing line, which you guys should go follow, is
2: at Shop Fiercely. Yeah, they got badass stuff.
1: Yes. We also have several people message us to say, you're not crazy, Christy. I also did grave rubbings.
2: Still what weird. In Kelsey Merritt stopped me and was like, we I did grave rubbings. A and lot of
1: like, people what? did. It was a thing. It's weird. So at Grooming with Megan and at Amanda Marie Mailey. Thank you very much for letting me know I was not crazy. Also, at Katherine Cole, at Kaylee the Human, she made her, she said that uh, anytime she mentions new podcasts to her family, they just roll their eyes. But she was like, no, you're listening to this. And she put on episode 13, the infamous In and Out story. Lucky and she said um, that they all shared a very good laugh together. That will be my legacy. Yep. Shut pants in the car. If you have not listened to episode 13, do everyone a favor and go listen to episode 13, because I tell a very vulnerable story. Very vulnerable. <laughs> a very vulnerable story in that one. Well, thank you so much, guys, for listening. Once again, happy holidays, no matter what you believe in. And as always, the devil rules the airwaves.
2: Keep it creepy. Sinister